KTCK Dallas Fort Worth. The ticket. Gordon Key. On Sports Radio 1310, this is the Gordon Key Show. What's up? All right, Rock. Just say hi on the air. What's up, Gordon? Because we just came back from top of the hour, and we let the music play for forever while we were talking. Right. <laughs> All right, to clarify, do you want to clarify that point on the air at least? What point? The Robert Walensky point? Yeah, the, the, the factual the, error point. Where he writes the story? The yeah. factual error point. I mean, you know, and let's be honest about this, you know, working in radio, that if we were to come on and say something like that about somebody that was untrue, mm-hmm. one of two things would happen, or both. Advertising would drop, if indeed the people that were being accused of something or saying something untrue said about them, mm-hmm. they'd drop the advertising, and there's a good chance a lawsuit would be, would be threatened at least, right? Yeah, if if that was some sort of main point we were kind of making, I mean, we've probably thrown out factual inaccuracies all the time. I'm talking about his article. There's two things that upset me about his article, and that was the first one that, that, that a guy could just write something like that that is totally untrue. Yeah, but that was, and, and not even not even check it with the with the person who would know. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about the uh, the high school thing. Exactly. A guy who didn't graduate from high school thinks Monty Python is one man. Okay, that's, that part. That, that's completely that's untrue. Now, the other two things are shtick. Well, that, no, that, yeah, but the thing is, is that the article wasn't based on that. I'm not saying that, but that's part of the article. Someone reads that, and what do they walk away with? Well, I read it, so it must be true. And I wouldn't read something like that unless it was true. And you're saying that we were wrong in what we said as well about the high school thing, right? Yeah, Rocco, Rocco has clarified what I said. I thought that we had talked before, and you'd said you'd gotten your GED and got out of high school no, a year I early. I never said that. That's the problem. Right. Well, I had thought that you had said that and you got out of high school a year early and got your GED because you didn't want to go the last year because no. you wanted to go ahead and start working. That's so right. so what, are, what, are, what are the facts, just to clarify? Graduated high school. Chose not to go to college. Wanted to get into radio. Those are the facts. And you can produce a diploma? Don't feel that I have to, but I could. You could do it? Yeah. All right. You get props all around the table here. Yeah. But, um... So, but now this is the thing, though, Rocco. Usually, you do seem so very thick-skinned. That seems so strange that, that even so, he gets this one little fact wrong, which wasn't the point of the article. It wasn't an article about how you didn't graduate high school, and, and to get so upset about it. Well, there's you know, the other part of it too. And I, I argued that it was a cumulative effect, and that's how I was kind of kind of defending you. Well, is that there's a lot of things that there's, it, there's no question. And, and the thing that upsets me is hearing guys like yourself and guys like Ryder, you know dance around things after the fact. 
fact is, for the past year and a half, there's no question that if you guys had to choose between me succeeding or not succeeding, you would choose the latter. And you do little subtle things to, to create perceptions and develop things over time, and then all of a sudden, as they start taking effect, everyone distances. Everyone backs up. Not on distance from anything I've done. What have I done? Well, no, the nice, the nice message that you leave me on my, on my answering machine at home the other day where you say, I mean, every word of it. about the article and, and, and some people at our station can, can do terrible things. Rocco, I didn't go in, I didn't go in on the article. People, Gordo. I didn't go in on the article and demand the return of Chuck Cooperstein, did I? Well, I'm not saying that you did, but the fact of the matter is... And as a matter of fact, I've never even argued that privately. That's, that's fine. That I wanted to bring back Chuck Cooperstein. The, the fact of the matter is, and, and you guys can deny this all you want, but the fact of the matter is, five years ago, you, George, Craig, Mike, and Grego started the radio station, right. basically. And everyone thought it was going to fail. And it hasn't failed. It's been a smashing success. Right. Thanks, and, and I, I could even say wholly to you guys. Now, there's mm -hmm. some other variables, such as Hannah buying the station, Mike Thompson doing a good job of leading the station. Visiting with Rocco Kendall here on Sports Radio 13, didn't take it. Go ahead. Bruce Gilbert coming in and, and continuing, you know, doing a good job running the radio station, but you guys did it. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've given full credit to you guys for doing that. But what that has done, you guys run the place now. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like someone or someone doesn't do it your way or someone doesn't come in and kiss your ass the way you want it to be kissed, mm -hmm. you guys can do whatever you want to do against that person because they're not firing you guys. You guys aren't out. They'd be crazy to do that. Mm -hmm. One day, the tables may turn. And, and, and you may not be in the position, you being yourself, Reiner, Grego, George, Craig, to do things like that right down the road but the thing is if Ryder thinks that the other four have to think it you guys the only thing you guys have ever gone against each other on is you and your involvement on the morning show or on the afternoon show right. and how that was going to be split up mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it's a three musketeers but it's five of you if one of them thinks it everyone thinks it that's just the way that it is I don't think that's true at all I well, think that there's been a lot of people who've gone against uh, things that Reiner has thought. Reiner has Reiner, Reiner's very misperceived, I think, as some sort of ringleader. And I don't know why people think that he is. I don't think he is. Well, it sure as hell seems that way, at least in the year and a half that I viewed it close up, behind the scenes. I mean, I think that people kind of identify, well, I need an enemy, and Reiner seems to be the linchpin. Well, well it's not necessarily start. true. It's a good place to start. Reiner goes out <laughs> and does things that... No one that no one agrees with. You know, Ryder obviously doesn't like me, and a large part of the reason why he doesn't like me, I'm sure, is because Chuck Cooper's name was fired. No, I tell you, in all honesty, Rocco, the reason that anyone would not like you is a lot because of you. Well, why? I mean, Bob Sturm came in. He wasn't one of the original whatever, five or six or seven people who worked here in the beginning. No one seems to get on to him. Well, because Bob Sturm kissed everybody's ass the way that... that no, Bob Sturm, no, Bob Sturm was a nice guy. Well, don't I, confuse the two. And you're telling me that I, that I was not a nice guy. And that Marco, I'm when, nice you, guy when you come me. in and you tell people who we feel a certain sense of uh, trust and loyalty to, people who listened to the station and stuck with it when it was nothing, that you're going to come in and you'll pass gas on their face and they'll love you for it and they'll call you a genius for it in six months and all this kind of cocky stuff. That didn't rub people the right way. Well, that's not what I said. No, no, yes, you did say that. The whole, the whole point... The whole no, point, yes, you did say that. What I've always said on the air all along, since the first day that I went on, was, listen, some people aren't going to like me. And odds are that if you don't like me, you're going to listen anyway. And odds are that in a number of months or however long it takes, maybe you'll come around and like me. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just doing my show no, no, that I do it. No, no, you did make that statement that I made, though, except you worded it a little bit harsh, uh, more harsh. No, it, the, point, the point was, very simply, that I could go on the air and, and do whatever I wanted to do. No, you said, I nothing. will go on the air and do that in six months, and you will call me a genius. No, I, didn't, I don't think I said call me a genius. Oh, yes, you but, did. But the point that I've always put across was people that don't like you are going to listen no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's that's the whole point out of, out of that little uh, whatever you picked out that happened. Well, no, I don't know. think that was the point to that. Okay, that's you came point. in, Rocco. You came in with a cocky attitude, and this is going to be, you know, this is the way I think radio's done and everything. And it's not you. I see you uh, the way you act here in the cubicle area. You're not that person. You get on the air and you're a different person. Uh, that's not a likable person. I, I, Gordo, I am. No, you're I'm, not. When I get on the radio, no. I'm, an, I'm an amplified version of myself. No. That's you know, I, I want to come in and do a good job, not just for me, but for the station. You no, know, you're I'm not. If, if, do you, a good job just if, if you don't come in, if, you don't, if you're not a likable person on the air, don't expect to be liked. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the air and I'm myself. No, you're not. I'm I see. Myself. So you're saying that when you're out there and you're just personally, when you're the nice guy, that's not you. No, it's the same person. When I get on the no, radio, the I'm doing person. a show, I'm excited, I'm up, I'm amplified. Now, listeners, are, of course, person. are not privy to this because they don't get the chance to hang around here, but Rocco, in my opinion, is a very different guy off the air than he is on the air. And, 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 and on the air, it, it feels like, you know, you're just doing some kind of little creation. Yet when you're paired with someone, you seem totally different. See, you know what? The, the fact is, when I go on the air, there are many people that probably do like me and think, you know what, nice guy. But unfortunately, over the past year and a half, Every tiny little thing that, that, that someone like yourself has done and someone like Reiner has done mm-hmm. has, has created a perception that, oh, my God, this guy is, is, is just a, a complete idiot. He's a moron, and you know what? He's a pretty bad guy to top it off because they don't like him, because the clique doesn't like him. We don't like him either. No, I've already said many times, I like you personally. I like working with you. I don't like it when you're doing a show by yourself. I don't think that's good. No, that's fine. That's your opinion. Right, that's my opinion. And my opinion is that you do change when, once you get on the air. Well, but then you have this thing where you feel like you should automatically, people should like you. I've never said that before. And, and, you, and you've totally gone overboard with this kind of, there's this big conspiracy against you. You know, this vast right-wing conspiracy to quote, quote Hillary Clinton. And that's just not there. Well, that's fine. You know, I mean, if you have to explain your failings as in some sort of conspiracy, then... To me, to me, that's part of it. To me, that is part of it right there. You know, yeah. you, you guys will do all these little things, like just pile on me all you want, and then all of a sudden when somebody calls you out and somebody says, maybe, maybe they do want the guy out, then, oh, no, that, that's not, there's no conspiracy. We're not doing that. Then, then why all the bull crap? Then why all the bull crap leading up to it? Then, then why the way Ryan... Wait a second. Back? You're saying that I've said that I want you out. No, you, you, you haven't said it, but geez, do you have to say it? Well, I would, if I mean it, I would say it, yeah. Of listeners, do you have to say it? Do I have to say what? Do that I want you out? Yeah, do you even have to say it? Maybe I just said it. I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here and saying, no, I don't want you out. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what you're saying, but obviously your actions uh, do not support you. I, I would, you I would personally out. like it if you would uh, be more like yourself on the air, but that's, you know, that's the taste issue. But do I want you to, you know, be bounced out of a job and, you know, you just got this new wife and you're going to have to find a way to support her and find another job? No, I don't want that. I no. know. You know, I, I just want the, the past year and a half speak for itself. and the stuff that, that Well, the past done. year and a half, okay, so I make jokes about you. So we do Rocco Monkey. Gordo, it's, it's not just making jokes. Well, what is it then? Gordo, the, do you, not you can't name what it is. You do? do you not listen back to stuff that you do? Okay, like, example. It, 
my goodness, I mean, anything, just about, about, about lack of knowledge about, the, you know, history or whatever. You just, you don't let it go. You pound it and pound it and pound it and pound it and pound it. Mm -hmm. It gets to a point where it gets old and just old and tired and bored. So why, may, why do you keep pounding it? So it may be old to you, but when we say the Beatles and we laugh at it, that's not good enough. Oh, it's not good enough. It has to still be funny to you, Rocco, right? But you, why, why, why do you choose to take me and keep pounding it? Why? Have we not pounded Rhino for being old for the past five years? You know, it's, 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 there's, there's, you know what? You know, I, I sense when you guys pick on each other, what? lottery, and the fact that you've been together five years and you, you're happy that you've achieved something together over mm -hmm. the past five years. When you do it to me, I, I don't know what the word is, but to me, the, the, I guess the first word that comes to mind, and I, I'd, I'd like to have a better one, is mean spirited. You're listening to an intervention here on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket with Marco Pendola. Um, so it's mean-spirited when we do it to you, but it's not when we do it to each other. Sure feels that way. Okay. It feels that way. Which is a legi legitimate claim you can make. It feels that way to me. And it sure seems that way. To you. To me, and I'm sure to other people as well. Well, it might be the people who like you. But I've sat here and said that I did not go in this article and demand for the return of Chuck Kuberstein. I know. Number, hey, if you want to make me the bad guy in this... I'm not making it a bad guy. No, yeah, no, yeah. You I were attacking think, me. You identified two people, me and Reiner. I think for the most part you're a pretty good guy, but I also think by the same token you're, you're a hypocritical guy that all of a sudden backs off of things when it, when it starts to come to a head. All right, ask me something, and I want to. I'm not going to back off of anything here. What, what do you want to ask me about about you, Gordo? You know, I, well, what, okay. What kind of answer do you think that that's your, that you're this, this is useless. I mean, it really is useless. Okay, it's useless to do this. No, you're, you're trying to make this claim that for no, some reason I don't believe what I say. The perception you have created over the past year and a half, you know, is damaging to me. Why do you keep doing it? You have helped create this, Rocco. How? How? If you go on the air and you misspeak about something and we make fun of that, then we're ma obviously making fun of something that you've said, right? Sure. Therefore, without your involvement in saying it in the first place, we wouldn't be able, we wouldn't have anyone to talk about. Who's perfect? You never made a mistake. No, and we make fun of our mistakes all the time. Okay. And if, you, and if you don't think that it sounds different, the, the way you do it towards me is compared to the way you guys do it towards each other, then you're crazy. Well, I don't think I do it differently towards you. I know I don't do it differently towards you than I do towards Reiner or Grego or any of them. You can almost hear the venom in your voice when you do it to me. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. That's you reading into That's it. Great. Uh, maybe I am. Maybe I am. You know what? I, I'll, leave, I'll leave that option open. Maybe I am reading into it. Maybe I'm just paranoid. Maybe I'm looking for something that's to blame. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I am. But, but the fact is, you know, when I got here, you know, Reiner's a good example of this, of, of all of a sudden, you know, ripping and ripping and ripping and ripping, then kind of just backing off when something happens. His thing six months, you know, into this was, well, let him succeed or fail on his own. Mm -hmm. I put up some numbers in the fall, and all of a sudden now, now he's back on the Chuck Cooperstein bandwagon. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, you know, with Reiner, he's been the main problem. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. And I think that you guys, meaning you, uh, uh, Greg O, George, and Craig, kind of follow in line with Reiner. He's been the main problem. There's, there's no hiding that. You can tell if you listen to the radio station for, for an hour a week, not even. You can tell that, that Reiner hates me, and that I'm not a big fan of his. I've, I've done everything to try to get him in a room and talk to him and try to straighten everything out with him. I've sent him emails. I've talked to him face to face. I've gone through authority. I've done whatever I possibly had to do. He won't do it. Right. And I sympathize and empathize with you on that. I mean, you know, what, what more do I have to do? You know, walk up to the guy, unbuckle his pants, pull him down, and kiss him. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Is that what I need to do? 
No. That was a good drop. You know that wouldn't help either. That would be a good drop. It would have been had I not talked over it. But. I mean, seriously, though. Is that what I need to do to the guy? No. I don't like that. I don't kiss people's asses. But by the same token, I'm not going to be a jerk to someone. I'm not going to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be nice to everyone. Well, I want to see everyone. Listen, you have legitimate claims towards that individual, okay? Don't lump me in with it. I have my own opinions and my own views that aren't forged by him. As a matter of fact, if you're talking about any, any one of those five people, I'm the furthest from that guy. Well, I'm the furthest from Ryder than those guys. They've known him a lot longer than I have and other things. You know, you know the, the way you talk about the way I came in, that's, that's what bothers me the most. You know, and I truly believe that. Well, that's, that's fine. And, and I think that the problem is, you know, we just have different personalities, and they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't mesh the right way. You know, and I, when I mean me, I, we, I mean me with, against you five guys. Mm -hmm. Because by no means that I come in here and, and, and want to steal any thunder from any of you. And I, just, I wanted to come in and try to, you know, top them at the radio station and, and right. try to, you know, just fit right in. And, 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 you know, I've said it on the air a thousand times, that, that your two shows have built this station, and it's incredible what you guys have done. I mean, I'm not just saying it now because cause this, all this crap's come to a head. I've said it before. Mm -hmm. Just like the farting thing that you brought up before. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've said, you know, I've said that before on the air many times. Because yeah. it's the truth. And you guys deserve credit for it. There's no question. But, but just because of that fact, it doesn't mean that anyone that gets hired here that isn't part of the clique has to come in and kiss your asses. That's stupid. And you're claiming that's what Bob Sturm has done. I, I'm claiming that, that what happened with Bob Sturm was he was hired by Bruce Gilbert, and Bruce Gilbert learned from history. Mm -hmm. Bruce Gilbert knew the way situations had to be handled at that station for someone new to be accepted into the family, quote-unquote. Mm -hmm. And Bob Sturm and Bruce Gilbert very smartly laid out a game plan and a strategy as to how to handle it, and the, and the strategy could be called ass-kissing. You know what, though? I'm, I'm going I'm to be very honest here. It could also be considered smart. Mm -hmm. Not just, you know, I'm not, I'm not ripping the guy. The guy is smart. And, and you know what? I wish maybe a year and a half ago I bit my tongue and came in and kissed your asses. But on the other hand, I'm not that kind of person. Let me ask you I this. I don't know if I can just come in and kiss someone's ass because that's the way to be accepted. Let me, let me ask you this. Well, I mean, all that sounds good, and that's, that's, to me that's kind of a rah-rah speech. You know, I'm, hey, you know, I'm not going to lose my dignity and all that kind of stuff. Number one, I don't think Bob Sturm has done anything that is embarrassing to him or anything that has been compromising to him. I don't understand in your world what's the difference in just being nice and congenial to someone and this ass-kissing you're talking I, I was, about. When I, when I first got the job there, I wasn't nice and congenial to you guys. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't think you were. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, you, you came in with this kind of cockiness, uh, boy, I'm going to turn this town on its ear kind of idea. and this. Okay. So I shouldn't come in with the attitude of, I'm going to set the world on fire and do the best show that I can do. What attitude should I come in with? No, I mean, you shouldn't. No, in my opinion, accept me? No, no, in my opinion, you shouldn't come in with this attitude of that, I'm going to set the world on fire and let people get a load of me because I'm, you know, I'm the radio messiah. I never said that. Be humble. You're a human being. You're not great. You know, you're not the greatest radio talent in the world. You're a serviceable guy who's going to come in and do a good job and work with the team. Well, that's the attitude we all have. That's the attitude that I think most people should. I never said I was the greatest, but for you to say that, for, for you to, to sit here and say that you shouldn't come in and want to set the world on fire and do the, the best damn job. No, no, no. I agree with the last part. Crazy. I, I agree with the last part. My take on it is, if I don't have that attitude, 
if I don't have that attitude of, I'm going to come in and set the world on fire, I'm going to come in and just go nuts and do a great job and do the best damn show I can do, if I don't have that attitude, then, I, then in every other situation I've worked in, and there have been a few of them, even though I'm a young guy, in every other situation that I've worked in, if I didn't have that attitude, I felt like I was cutting down the rest of the station. You felt what now? For that sort of energy and effort, which mm -hmm. I think is, is one of my strengths, that I'm running down the rest of the station because I'm not doing the best show that I can do. No, why can't you do the best show that you can do, but you don't have to have the attitude of, I'm something great, I'm something special, I'm setting the world on fire? I've never had that attitude. Well, that, that to me is, then I think we're talking about two different things here. I'm talking about you have the attitude of, I'm going to do the best show as possible, but I never come in and say, I'm going to set the world on fire, or, boy, you know, aren't I great, I'm really a talent. Now you're talking about two different things. That's setting what I'm saying. I think fire, we are talking about two different things. Setting the world on fire and, and, and being a competent person is totally different from coming in with, with a chip on your shoulder yeah. and saying that you're the greatest thing in the world. The, the bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. We're both lucky out. We've got good radio jobs. And, and we should all be happy and like each other. Right. And, and no one should be cocky about what they do. And no one should think they're any better than any other guy on the street and, for what they do. And, and you know what? I don't. That's the funny thing here. I don't. You know, I, I'll go back to it. Visiting Rock Open Dole on Sports Radio 1310 the ticket. I'm not just saying it now. I've always given you guys credit for doing what you've done. This station, you know, there's a reason why I wanted to work for the station. I mean, that's just because it was more money and a better job in Dallas or anything else. Mm -hmm. Because it's a damn good station that I, that I came to, mm -hmm. that, that I created. So right then and there, I mean, I'm giving you guys, I think, all the props you need. So right. heck, you, you, you deserve those props. All right, outside of all that, so what is your problem with me? My problem with you is, I think you, you can you tend to be hypocritical. On one hand, you can do 20 minutes bashing the crap out of me. Right. And on the other hand, well, it's the same as everything else. When, when if you listen and compare the way you, you'll, you'll bash me compared to the way you'll bash George, Craig, Ryder, Grego, whatever, mm -hmm. there, there is a difference in just the way that it sounds. To me, it's a pretty obvious difference. Well, to you, it sounds that way, but I'm telling you right now, I really feel that I bash everyone the same. I base all the stuff I do when I imitate them on things they've said, things they've done. And I don't see how you're an exception to that. Now, I, I understand that you're coming from a, a little bit more sensitive position with all the history and the stuff that's gone on and all that kind of stuff. But I don't want you to take that as that somehow I'm singling you out for parody and uh, jokes and all that sort of thing. Well, if that's the case, and, and that's the clarification you're offering, then I, then I guess I have to accept it. I mean, I'm not going to say, like you said before, I, I think this, this is petty and this is stupid when you stop and think about it. Like you said, you have a great job, I have a great job, we're working at a great station, you know, and wh why should I, as I said yesterday, why should I get along with Kid Craddock and get along with Kramer and Twitch and get along with the morning edge? Now, I ragged on you for that today. But not get, a, not that, get along with, with Gordo and the hard line and Donovan Miller. I thought, that, I thought that was a little Mike Fisher of you. Pardon me? I thought that was a little Mike Fisher of you when you I said that. that. Because that's what Fisher always used to do. Uh, I don't like, know what he does. I don't listen when you, Well, you're on the same, you were on at the same time. Uh, when you think about, uh, you know, me, uh, Mike Fisher, or uh, Randy Galloway, or Norm Hedges, or Brad Sham. It was just kind of that media name dropping, and that... Well, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't media name You do that, Rocco. Admit it. You do that. You were much more networky kind of, hey, these are the people I talk to, these people have complimented me. You're much more like that than... No, I, I, never, I never really put that out on the air. And, and, and the whole, I, in my personal life, yeah, because to survive and be successful in radio, you've got to do those things, which as far as I'm concerned. But, but the reason why I brought it up yesterday is, to me, it's crazy that, that we, we're a radio station competing against so many others, mm -hmm. and, and, and yet we're the ones who are fighting with each other. That, to me, is, is, is the crazy part of the whole situation. Well, I'm not fighting with you. And, I, and, really, and when I called you, I mean, I did mean that. 
I really did mean that. I've, I felt that I felt very upset that you were upset, and I was trying to uh, really trying to just to talk to you. I mean, I didn't mean it facetiously, and I didn't mean it to look good or anything like that. In fact, I even said to my wife, you know, I really feel like I, I want to call him. She said, well, why don't you just do it? Well, that's, that's, that's nice of you. I probably should have called you back. Well, I mean, I understood if you, if you didn't, because you had a lot on your mind. But anyway, I just want you to know that I am not against you in the sense of that I'm, hey, I'm back behind the scenes. I'm going to get you fired. Right. I mean, I just wish you, personally, I wish you were paired up with someone where you, you would have that Rocco that I like. That, right. that is that appeals to my senses sensibilities, well, but you know other people may like that brash, more cocky approach. You know it's not always brash though. I mean it's kind of like they say that uh, you know Howard Stern always talks about sex or whatever. That's the perception. That's mm -hmm. necessarily true. You know people don't hear. You know or they they hear, but they just don't take in and, and put in the forefront when when I'm talking about you know calling my parents every other day because they may not be here in, in you know in five years. Uh -huh. They don't hear that kind of stuff. You know, they don't hear, you know, stuff where I'm just, you know, talking in a low tone and talking about something that may be, you know, not not, not even, not compelling at all, but just kind of, you know, sensitive or just kind of mm -hmm. in, the, in the background. No one hears that kind of stuff. They don't hear when you when you praise a guy, you know, for when you praise Mike Madonna for being such a guy full of heart for bouncing mm -hmm. back after a bad game. They don't hear that. But when you come out and scream and yell and rip Don Nelson, everybody hears it. Right. And that's how the, the perception's created. Nobody hears the other stuff. And again, Howard, Howard Stern's the best example. You know, you respect him like crazy. Yeah, I think he's greatness. About, he doesn't really talk about sex on his show. Mm -hmm. But if you go to the average guy on the street and ask him, what's Howard Stern do? Uh, he gets strippers up there to take off their clothes, and he talks about sex. Right. Hold on that's a second. True. David, what did you tell me in my ear? I couldn't understand. What time is it? About 10.30? Oh, we're going to break at 30. Okay. All right, go ahead. Yeah. We're visiting with Rocco Pendola, and this is a uh, a commercial for Rocco's show. We want everyone to listen noon to three in case you're one of those odd just listen on the weekend ticket listeners. We also have a show noon to three, Rocco Condola. That's who we're talking with right now. But uh, anyway, yeah, so my bottom line is this. I don't, want, I'm, I don't want you to think I'm being a hypocrite. I'm telling you right now, I wish your show were different. You know, uh, but that's, you know, that's just personally listening on the air. Personally, I don't really have a problem with you because you've always generally been nice to me. Well, of course. Why not? We work together. And you're, you're not a bad guy. Why wouldn't I be nice to you? So just don't pump yourself up. <laughs> I think you're too... I think there is something in you, even though not, personally you're nice, but I think you are cocky somewhere in there. That yeah, you do believe... I'm cocky. You believe your own hype somehow. Like somehow you believe that, oh, this destiny you made. You know, it's not from God. It's not because of opportunity. It's not luck or anything. You made this destiny. It's a mixture of all those things. And, yeah. and, and I think everybody is who, who wants to, who has ambition and wants to achieve, achieve success or whatever they do, is a little cocky. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's, there's a line, though, where it goes, you know, that you don't want to cross. Yeah, just always be humble. That's well, my you know, point. I am. I mean, this, this, is what, this is why I think you guys have completely dismissed us through the way that I am. But I've heard you get your back up against the wall, and all of a sudden it's out and pull the resume. Hey, I'm, I'm you know... I was doing stuff at 18. Hey, I'm 23. I'm making twice as much as you. I've heard you say that to a call, and I think that's very insulting to a listener to have to hear about how, 
hey, I'm younger than you, I make more money than you. What do you have to say now? Some guy calls, and, and he's, you know, he's being a jerk, he's, being, you know, he's, being, he's saying stupid things, whatever he's doing, and you come at him. Big deal. It's radio. You know, we're just having fun. Yeah, but that's where I think that that, that to me, crosses the line. You shouldn't yeah. do that, no matter how mad and you are. You know to be honest with you, after I do it, I kind of say, boy, that kind of sounded bad, and I try not to. And I don't think that, you know, unless I make it sound like I do that every, every day. No. Uh, that probably has happened four times since I've been on the air. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's a level of cockiness with everybody. You've got a level of cockiness. You're, you're damn good at what you do. And you should be cocky about it. But at the same time, you should know that, yeah, you've had some lucky breaks. But at the same time as getting the lucky breaks, you've realized them and you've capitalized on them. Yeah. See, anybody can be handed a lucky break. Anybody can be handed you know, a, a situation. It's what you do with the situation that matters. So, 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 not to give, to, to not give yourself credit for capitalizing on a lucky break or on a situation, I mean, it's crazy. And, and if you call that cocky, fine. I don't. Well, the way you handle it, I do think is cocky. Well, I don't. But I mean, I do believe that you know when you have opportunities, you take them. Of course. But ne- never think that you're really all that responsible for your success. I, I think that you are. Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, I, I mean, there, there's obviously a bunch of factors that play into it, but you are. I mean, you know, look at anything. I mean, if you want to go out and get a new job, and you send five resumes out. Compared to the guy that sends 500 out, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the guy that sent 500 resumes out gets a job or a better job than you, then I would have to say mm-hmm. that, that he had a lot to do with it himself, personally, because of his, his initiative and what he went out and did. From God, whom all things, blessings flow. What is that, Lopez? <laughs> Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. All right, that's a little doxology for you. Anyway, uh, Rocco, thank you so much for coming on with us. A nice little chat. Hope we got something cleared up. This is the conversation that I was hoping we would have had off the air yeah. that night. But well, anyway. I don't know exactly what we accomplished. Well, I don't know. Maybe we didn't accomplish anything. Yeah. Maybe we didn't accomplish anything. And so we ought to feel good about that. Well, we know how each other feels. They were good at wasting time. And everybody else knows. We burned, a se- we burned uh, two segments. We burned two segments. And uh, I've stated my position that... Yeah, we'll probably get in trouble for it, but that's okay. Because I I feel a lot closer to you. I feel very very relieved that I've announced my position that I would like to see a co-host for the Rocco Pendola show, maybe a female. Huh? That'd be fun. You think I'm cocky, and I don't think you're a hypocrite. What's that? So you think I'm cocky, and, and I don't think that, uh, that you're a hypocrite. Yeah, they were you accomplished something. Right. <laughs> I don't know. We need to stay on time here, Rock. Thanks a lot. Seriously, thank you so much. And um, did you? What, what are you doing about tonight? Don't say what we're talking about, but what are you doing about tonight? Uh, I got a Brahma's game. So sorry. Yeah. All right, man. All right, God bless you. All right, God bless you, too. Uh, we'll see you Bye-bye. Monday morning in Bruce's office, probably. <laughs> okay, see you then. All right, that's Rocco. 1031 on the ticket. Here's Chad with a ticket ticker. Thank you very much, Gordon. This one brought to you by Prime Co. A dislodge net kept Tony Herkus from scoring the game time.